can't be sued. Has n- it just nigh? Just... I'm a home improvement guy. Oh, sorry. And I'm just. I I'm, think I. I think I. I've yeah. seen a lot of it. I'm joking. I can do it. Uh, it's fucking <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You ready to go? Yo, Tim Allen Let's got it, arrested. Punch with... that shit. <laughs> Dude, this is so dope. <sighs> Doesn't that sound great? What an intro. What's up, guys? We are back like we never left. Hello. We have rebranded. We have a new logo, new name. Hey, oh, no longer. What's uh, up, guys? Yeah. They are here. Carmen's got a mic now, guys. Yeah. Hey, guys. Doesn't he sound great? We sound great. And you great. can see him, too. Big time. Big yeah. time moves. Big time. Um, he doesn't have his phone either, so he's really I'll be distracted. Yeah. This is a hell of an intro already. Sorry. <laughs> I, got off, I got off the tracks. We are. We have rebranded. We have a new name. Um, ben Schwarmer's podcast. As Follow you can us. see right here. Follow us. You see that. Come on, dude. We're better than we used to be. It's not even close. Shout out to CTS for making that, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah. You made it spin and everything. It's Unbelievable fun. talent. <laughs> um, we're back. No longer Who's Takes It Anyway. Picked that up. Threw it in the trash. But it's the same content. We do sports. Seattle sports. Um, we'll branch out. Do a little pop culture. Little stuff that just makes me uncomfortable. Stuff that makes you guys uncomfortable. Absolutely. And we'll just go with it. We'll roll with it. Some old segments. Probably some new segments at some oh, point. Yeah. New segments. Um, but a lot of the same kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Same content. Same voices. We'll try to uh, have some guests on at some point. And, uh, guests are coming, folks. Guests are coming. You know, we'll make this fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Unlike the Seahawks drama with Russell Wilson. Jesus Christ, man. It's, uh, it's unbelievable what's going on with that, dude. I, I mean, if you haven't heard by now, just to give you a little recap... Uh, the franchise is in turmoil. Yeah, like, and Russell Wilson made it clear he stated it, he stated it that he wants help, yep. especially on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I don't think Been he's wrong that for seventeen years, just eight years. Yeah, but. I mean, if you look at the numbers uh, on the field and even off the field, when you know salary wise, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, he made it clear, made it obvious in his comments. Um. He didn't make it so obvious that he would want to be traded, but then the rumors came out that he wanted to be traded. Then his agent put his, out... His camp. Yeah, his camp and his agent Gross, put out dude. four teams that he would be traded to, and those were... Correct me if I'm mistaken here. The Dolphins. Saints. The Raiders. Ra- oh, Saints. Yeah. And Bears, right? Yep, and the Bears, yeah. Those are the four, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you got Cowboys? <clears throat> Cowboys are in there, too. They're talking about a Dak for Russ swap. Oh, Wouldn't do that in a billion years. So I think, I think the teams are changing. Like no they're changing, but I think there's always two or three in there that kind of stay the same, mm-hmm. but it's been changing over time, but the smoke is still there. Yep. It's still there and it's, it's, uh, it's worrisome, but I don't know if it's the end of the relationship. My, my biggest gripe, my biggest uh, take from reasons. this whole thing is he started this last year after the Pro Bowl saying, I want superstars on this team. And it's like, Russ... No, I'm not saying know your position. You're the best player in our franchise's history, yeah. and it's not even close. Um, but you're asking too much of this franchise. You think John Schneider can just go, oh, yeah, I'll go just pick these guys off of a tree and make them work with our coach, with our personnel that we already have here. Yeah. And how do you how do you do that? You can't just plug players in. They need to those interviews that they do, like even last year at the Pro Bowl, like Pete Carroll coached and got to know some guys and it's it's so hard to like dissect this whole situation because it's nothing but just dog shit in my opinion like this is so yeah, hard and i think to fix 
honestly, I think like John Schneider has, you know, some issues here, um, of course, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, some of the bigger issues arise from Pete Carroll. Oh yeah. And, That's the, he's the, he's and the mitochondria. Like, yeah. And I think, <laughs> you know, I think it's a lot, there's a lot of different ways we can go here and describe what may be wrong with the Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson dynamics relationship there but i think maybe one place to start is um adjusting the scheme to fit the roster that he has coaching the team that he wants not the one yeah and i I think that a lot of great coaches even good coaches figure that out yeah and they you know they tailor their rosters best abilities to be the best that they can on the field and making your best players happy like you need, if you have a franchise quarterback, we know those things don't grow and on trees. So, and like to go back to Russ's, or sorry, Pete's overall scheme slash, more like philosophy. Yeah, um, it's a lot of run, you know, establish the run, get the get the pound the rock, yeah, pound the rock, play elite defense, play physical, yeah, um, create ton- turnovers, and then play action deep, or you know, just take a deep shot somewhere. Yeah. If you guys look at the last or the last, and that worked, that did work when we had the ball players to do it. Marshall sure. Lynch is a once in a generation running back, and he and ain't here no more. He also been. had um, four, well, three future Hall of Famers probably, yeah, in the secondary as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that created a lot of turnovers. Yep, and that helped that plus. defense be maybe the best defense. Oh, it the is top five defense ever, at least. It's top two, and it ain't two. Just saying. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, things are a little different. Things oh, yeah. have changed, and I'm not sure Pete Carroll has changed. No. that Dude, you you read what these what players are coming, or people are coming out. Brandon Marshall, what he said was just blasphemous. He was here for 10 minutes. Don't tell me, like, you know what's going on in this locker room. I know you were here for yeah. seven. You were also hurt. So yeah. it doesn't, like. I don't take that much at face value from him, I would but say. Colin, Colin Cowherd coming out and saying that. People are people within that locker room feel like they're running a 1980s offense. 1980s, not 90s. Well, I mean, you even had not DK. Early 2000s. You even had Metcalf on Brand Marshall's podcast. I think. Yeah, the athletes podcast. Yeah, the about a month ago or so, probably. Yep. And so you guys Marshall asked him what happened in the Seahawks offense. It was clicking for five, six weeks, and then just you know, nothing. No, I know. Yeah. And DK responded, "Well, I think teams just kind of figured it out. So it was just kind of run, run." pass and that's the thing it was so crazy to watch that downfall those first five weeks were just dynamic offense and historically bad defense yeah like it was it's hard to watch because like you see a score real quick boom 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 yeah deep pass deep pass deep pass passing on first down and we're like what's the defense gonna do that never used to be a question with uh, with us i guess so, it used to be like later in the season we would yeah count on the legion of boom to fucking you know send us home in atlanta 2012 do you guys remember what happened we fucking lost because of the defense. True. Offense got us back in that game. Look at the NFC Championship. Don't tell me that Colin Kaepernick didn't put on a show on that final drive. And it just took an, an absolutely unbelievable play by Sherman to, to tip it. I guess, and there's also so many other things here. I mean, we just talked about the philosophy, the scheme, Pete Carroll not, not adjusting. Um, <clears throat> we can also talk about roster management between drafting, free agency, trades, that's the biggest um, thing, man. And you that kind of goes. That's where. And I will say, I will say, like John Schneider has a huge hand in that. But we also have to remember that Pete Carroll is ultimately. Ever since Paul Allen passed away, rep, rest in peace, yeah. Paul. And he's he took over as president. Pete Carroll's always been the personnel. vice president. 
Yeah. And now Jody Allen is the acting president, but I'm not sure Jody Allen wants. Jody's not in this. Yeah. She's and she's she's here to like less than five help years. out yeah. if she needs to. Sure. But uh, she's not she's not as invested as as Paul brothers was. brothers. I mean, sorry. Brother. Yeah, sorry. She's not as in, no, you're fine. She's not as invested as Paul was. I know. Um. So I mean, it's just Pete is running the show. Yeah. And, and he's got all the power in the world. And to to all the and yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, no, you're but good. just. Just now that he has all the power in the world, he's sort of bashing, you know, with Russell Wilson, who is a franchise quarterback, future Hall of Fame quarterback. First ballot. Yeah. First, <laughs> I mean, you know, probably could be a future top five, top ten quarterback of all time. Considering how where his stats That's a lot of power here. as well. No question. And being the he's highest. coming from. And also you're making 17% of the salary on the Seahawks this, roster. Yeah, that's coming up. That's season, a yeah. lot of power. But it's not quite as much as Pete. No, which is kind of an issue, mm-hmm. in my opinion. My my biggest thing is to all the twelves. Sorry, I hate that term, but that's what we. That's what. Uh, <laughs> Not, that's, mean, what that's, our, that's what our fans are called. Um, and those ones that want to just sit sit there with their head in the sand, with their blue and green glasses, and say that everything's hunky dory. We're making the playoffs every year, winning ten winning, games, yeah. winning ten games, winning record, blah blah blah. You can't tell me that you're okay with what's happened these last. Six years since we went to the Super Bowl. The last I mean, time. I think what upsets me the most is that I just feel like we're wasting Russell Wilson's career away. No his question. Prime, his prime years. No question. And this also kind of goes back to drafting with Pete Carroll and John and also any team in the NFL. It's not a science. No, it like, isn't. It's, the it's, Patriots did what they did for two decades because they who they had under center. Yeah. And, that, that, and free agent signings, and too. For, yeah. They didn't true. really draft that well, to be honest. They had a couple of draft picks that were pretty Getting good. Getting rid of players. But mostly free agents yeah. and trades and stuff like that. Letting players walk a year too early rather than a year too late. Yep. Well, I don't know why more people don't do that. So, I mean, it kind of goes back to drafting is not a huge science. It's not science at all. People... Are still they're trying sw- to figure it out. Yeah, it's almost just, and misses. It's like a lotto, you know. Sometimes it is. It really is, and no question. Russell has complained that the talent, especially on the offensive line, is not deep enough. And I will say they've hit on like wide receivers, like Tyler Lockett, Tyler and DK Lockett are studs. Yeah, yeah, and even you know David Moore is a solid three. I don't like David Moore. I understand, I'm sorry. but he's you know <laughs> no. for for a third receiver, no, he's not terrible. No question. I mean, I think you would upgrade for sure, but for a third receiver, I think he's good because Russell's good. He no, Russell I get you. Makes David no, Moore I get good. you. Um, but and then I mean, defensively, you haven't drafted very well either. But on the offensive line, it's been. I mean, you haven't drafted well ever. Not I mean, really. you at least James you Carpenter, at least Justin drafted Britt, like Russell yeah, and, and Damian Lewis here, and Damian Lewis and now, now. Damian Lewis, like those are your and that's the thing, like Justin Britt. To me, average center, man. I'm not even putting him in above average. He was slightly above, maybe. slightly above, maybe. And he would go on these stretches where he would play really well. Yeah. Um, but there are some times where it just wasn't good, and he got hurt, and now we're we're moving on from that. Either but, way, it's been bad, and they can't figure it out to seem. And Russell's getting pissed because he's getting hit. Yeah. And if you look at the stats every year, he is getting hit a lot. No question, he's top five every year. But what do I tell you, Ben? A lot of them are on him. Yeah. And I don't I don't disagree with you at all. No, yeah. But and I'm not like pretending that I've sat down and watched all yeah, that's what? the thing. You're t- how many times has he been sacked now? Three hundred and ninety four. Yeah, so I haven't sat down and watched all three hundred and ninety four. He's gonna shatter sacks. Brett but Favre's record by a lot. There's many times I sit there and say, What the hell are you doing, Russ? Just running twenty yards, you know. And just like you said, that can come down to a lot of things. It could be height. He can't fucking see, which yeah. we've known for a long time since he got here. <laughs> and 
It could be scheme. Yeah. It could be the routes players are running, and then it's not that hard to play fucking cover two. It's yeah. not hard. Two but it's also a lot of times. Yeah, exactly. A lot of times, if I mean, if you're running that run, run, play action deep. Yeah. Then you know you bring a blitz on third down. Of course, you know your offensive line, which is you know bottom ranked offensive line in the league. It's not going to be able to handle that blitz, and we saw that especially tons of against time. the pass. We saw that tons of times this year where pass they protection. they couldn't figure out a blitz to save their life. Nope. Um, the stun so, blitzes in the ah, just was hard to watch. It's hard for me to gauge who's. I mean, like, I don't. Comrade, you turn my headphones up a little bit. I guess I would say maybe like this yeah. is really tough. Sounds good. This is really tough, but maybe like fault percentage. I would put. 30 on Russell and 70 on the offensive line. Okay. I was going to go 60-40 or maybe 65-35. So, yeah, okay. But so I think, like, yeah, we're not too it's far It's not 50-50. I, I'm, I, you're talking to a, I'm I a Russ s- defendant. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I am court. too. I am too. Yeah. But I still I still think that Russ has his issues. Down. Sorry, it's a little, like, right? Sorry, guys. Yeah. We're having some. Uh, no, it's not even difficult. We have headphone issues. We have headphones I feel now. like you're yelling at me. We have headphones <laughs> But now. you're not. Am I am I talking too loud? No, that's. I think it was am I okay. Name. No, you're perfect now. All right. It's perfect. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Sorry. We're okay. We're learning. We're okay. Here. We're okay. Um, but yeah, he just hasn't had any offensive line help, really. And it's ever, the thing, honestly. you know, you, you trade for Dwayne Brown, you get him for a bag of chips from the Houston Texans. Of yeah. you know, I think it was a fifth rounder and Jeremy. And that's been great, and and that's been a good. Yeah, that was a good call. You know, yeah. you get a you get a stallion yeah. on your and your left side protecting your franchise. Your yeah. thirty five million dollar arm. He's just a door. He's just literally just standing there and just no question. So the, him saying that you know he wants more offensive line help, line help, like he just thinks they're out there for us to take, and he thinks that we have money to just go. And get I think them. another thing is if you look at kind of like the overall NFL picture offensive line, it's a kind of a whole entire. It's an issue all around the league. No, yeah, um, defensive and if you look so much at, smarter with yeah, and if you even look at the college game, like it's an issue there too. Yeah, so it's it's kind it's of an issue. Find- it's an issue at all levels of football probably. And it's becoming more difficult to find offensive linemen in drafts and all over the place. So just to find a just to like we think Damian Lewis has a potential to be a Pro Bowler. I yeah. believe that I really yeah. do because um, we saw what, we, what he did in a rookie year. You know, you come in no off season, no training, no nothing, pandemic, mm-hmm. all that, and you come in and you play the way that you played. Come on, that's stuff that just imagine what he ha- what he would have been like if he had a full training camp if you got to be with our guys with our coaches not on zoom meetings and stuff like that stuff that you need to oh, yeah. take into account with how hard that is from the college to the pro game of just learning playbooks learning verbiage all that stuff another thing is like you watch if you watch college football you understand that they're not running the same offenses in the college football versus the NFL they're running a lot more hurry up spread spread, spread out four spread wide out, receivers five just five uh, and then if you even and you guys might not know, but the splits for offensive linemen is how far they are apart, each offensive lineman, like how much they have in between them. Yeah. And if you look at even the splits for between, like, the Oklahoma's, you know, offensive line between the NFL's offensive line. Oh, yeah. It's so much wider for Oklahoma because they don't, again, even the defenses in colleges are not sending, like, blitzes. They're not. Not in the Big 12. <laughs> and that's the thing. So a lot of these guys don't even know how to set up in the right splits when they get to the yeah. NFL. They don't, and I mean, like. needs to be taught. And, stuff that and a lot of times they don't even play with their hand in the ground. I know. They play standing up half the time. So it's it's kind of a, a problem my, in the NFL, to be my, honest with you. Yeah, it is. I, I Especially for the Hawks. Yeah. 
more so almost. Yes. I feel like just, I mean, we're, we we're obsessed with this team. We know who they've swung and missed on and we know who's yeah. doing well. But my biggest, my biggest worry is not, I think this Pete, Rust drama could be. I hope it's already been fixed. I hope they've had a kumbaya meeting, a coming to Jesus so like, moment. First, okay, yeah. <laughs> Tell me where you think this is going to go. My, that's where. That's where I was about to go. Okay, My, we are putting this on the shoulders of a first-time play caller in Shane Waldron. Yeah, it's not time for him. Tough time for him. He's watching into this thing, and oh my god, I've got a Hall of Fame yeah. quarterback. I've and, got a transcendent talent. And from what I've heard, Metcalf. Russell Wilson sat in on his interviews. Yeah, he gave them the right. Yeah, he so said, like, yes, I like this guy. I don't, I don't want Shane. I don't want the yeah. other guys. They taught fucking. Adam and he hasn't. Gase. I will say he hasn't complained about the offensive coordinator hire at all. No, he loves. Shot. He's not mad about that at all. So I, I, I can't like knock Russell too much on that. But it is a little frustrating that he's like voicing all these concerns when he did have. A pretty, you know, big voice on the hire yeah. of the offensive coordinator. And that's the thing. What the Rams do, and if you can correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I was reading, for the most part, Waldron's drawing up those plays, like literally drawing yeah. them up. He's just not calling them. Yeah, the, I get The you. majority of them. Yeah. And what they do with, with, with Woods and Cup, it's those underneath routes that they can take 25 oh, yeah, yards down sure. the field. It's not it's not the deep balls oh, no. that, that Shoddy just figured out in those first five weeks. And then no, all of a sudden it's a lot of dink and dunk sort of stuff. Exactly. And I, a lot of play action. I you have to that, establish the run in that offense yeah. too. But it is a lot more passing, but a lot more dink. It's almost like Texas Tech kind of offense yeah. where they're just throwing short little passes. Safe. And like, those wide receivers are really good blockers. And those yeah. tight ends are really good blockers downfield. Yep. And so once, I mean, Cooper Cup game is running like, a slant and slant taking routes. it and taking it forty yards. Making one the one guy miss. Woods is great at that too. And Woods is great at that. Yeah, he's Woods is great in the open field. No like, question. All those wide receivers are really good Bobby in the field. Trees. Bobby so trees. that's what their offense is about. Yeah, and that's we're putting this on a which is huge because I'm sorry I'm gonna cut you off one yeah. but DK Metcalf in the open field, that's Who, scary. Who's Tyler Lock in the open field is pretty damn good too. Mm-hmm. That's sorry, the thing. I'm not saying Russ has a gorgeous deep ball. We know that. Oh yeah, for sure. But it's dude. When I think of can't Russ, rely on it though. you cannot rely on it. Not, All the time. Not, not now. Yeah. And especially when, dude, it's not that hard to play cover two. And, and yeah, especially when corners. defenses know what's coming. Yeah. And yeah. you have nothing under, like when you, when you, if you wanted to run that offense and it, let's say those first five weeks were great. And then, you know, we, we know the next two months sucked yeah. for us as an offense. How you, what I would have done to adjust to that. You see them taking away the over the top. Why are we not having little quick tight end, little fucking Let slants? DK run a slant and just yeah. take it. Six, seven yards, yeah. fucking put your foot in the ground, turn around and yeah. have Russell smoke a ball and just fucking get it to him. So many times you see him, like you you said this to me off 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 camera, he get he's seeing ghosts. Yeah. And he, he gets nervous and he's hesitant. You can see it on film on yeah. Sunday. You watch him like fucking throw the ball. Stop yeah. being afraid of turning the ball over. And that Buffalo Bills game broke him in half, dude. Watching those players make those plays and it was and the Rams game. Yeah. Watching him turn the ball over as much as he did. After that, oh my God, he could have not have been more gun shy. Like so many times, you know those signature plays where he rolls out, rolls out, tucks the ball, and he yeah. usually has a guy wide open, yep. either deep or underneath or something like that. And he goes, yeah. a little fucking hesitation. I'm like, he wants to fire that ball, but he's so afraid yeah. of his touchdown to to, uh, and he knows how important the ball is. That's Pete's philosophy. True. Take care of the ball, especially when the defense is not creating exactly. Turnovers. Take the ball away and protect that's the ball the when you have it. Probably too. Yeah, and that's and don't tell me that they're not. So where do you think this can go then? Like, like let's Best be honest. Case scenario. Like let's be honest. What do you think is going to happen? Should well, it happen? Should it happen? What do you mean should happen? What should happen? Should we? Should okay. If it came down to it, Russell should Russell be traded? No. 
I agree we, with you. No, we I agree absolutely not. Anybody who thinks that like legit and they're not like pulling your leg or joking about it. And I hate to, I hate to like pare it down to, should we fire, would I fire Pete Carroll first or, or trade Russ Wilson? Cause I if think you're that's, giving, I yeah. think that's kind of a ridiculous ultimatum in the, in the long that's run. A dumb ultimatum. Yeah. But I would definitely fire Pete Carroll, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. Yeah. But again, yeah. If you ever trade Russ, I don't think you watch NFL football. No. <laughs> And if you did, and if you did, you, you don't have know to, what two thousand eight, nine, ten, exactly. Like, and if you do the ransom, I mean, you better be getting five plus first and like a you pretty be solid care of my and a pretty solid player back in return. Because you're getting a guy. I'm not I don't again. Know. Drafts are not signs. You no. don't know. So I, it's again. I wouldn't even do that trade probably. So like, it, it had to be a huge ransom. We got him in the third round, Ben, and he was a baseball exactly. player. Like, exactly. it's it's so like he's a seventy fifth pick overall. Yeah, and how. What happened, you know, we signed Matt Flynn and then this guy just comes out of left field and just dominates in the preseason. It doesn't dominate, yeah. but he just, he made flashy plays. Well, now, he, do- he outplayed Matt Flynn. Easy. 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 Yeah. My thing is, he's, we've known this, I've known this since 2016, that he is not the same Russ. He cannot run away from everybody anymore. Yeah. Every offseason, he puts on weight and then he cuts it and... I know that he needed to put on weight. That's why he got a nutritionist because he knows he's taking all these hits. He needs to take care of his body if he wants to play 10 to 15 more years. Yeah. Russell, if you're sitting at this podcast right now, I'm going, there's no way you're playing at 45. Stop. Stop. No way. No how. Got to be on the TB12 method. Exactly, yeah. But that's he, – he, when we were great, it was the play action, and he can make guys miss, and he can either scramble or – you play backyard football. Baldwin's wide open for an easy one. Curse is wide open for an easy, you know, first down because you just you break off your route tree and the guy's wide open because I yeah. my quarterback can now move and the linemen are just going, geez, I'm just trying to fucking keep up. Yeah. <laughs> and like it's, so it definitely shouldn't happen. We agree on that for sure. Like that's, I mean, I think even Conron, yes, I mean, everyone I agrees guess, with that. I definitely, agree. everyone agrees with that in this room. Will it happen though? No, not this yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Again, yes. After next year, I think again. We have to look at what time it is in the NFL, NFL season right now. It is the off season. It's there's early, nothing and happening. It's early, yeah. It's there's literally nothing happening. People are searching for news. Yeah. And this is big news. This is big news. But I think over, people are definitely overblowing it. Yeah. And they're latching on to it. Exactly. And I think people don't understand how big of a financial obligation it is to take on Russell's contract. Number one. You know how much dead money we would eat if we yeah. traded him? Yeah. Twenty two million. Yeah. We and other it. teams would have to somehow add that to their salary cap, which is not great to add to. Nope. Um, secondly, the return back is astronomical, and I'm not sure many teams can even meet it. Mm-mm. So, again, nope. the probability... I mean, like, I'm not trying to be like a Debbie Downer for people out there like trying to look for an NFL trade. I just... The probability of it actually happening is very you low. You can sit there. You can Photoshop him in a Cowboys unit, yeah. a Bears unit. You can put, it's fun. Go. It's fun for everyone. Fun. He ain't going nowhere. Exactly. He's not. Yeah. Keep dreaming. Unless he wants to pull a Deshaun Watson or Carson Palmer sort of deal. And I'm not sure if Deshaun Watson's going to even pull it this year. Demand a trade? Well, just like start sitting out. Oh, start actually sitting out? I don't think it's ever going to reach no that. No way. I don't think no it's way. ever going to reach that. Remember, look but, at the deadline that he made us fucking do exactly. for his contract. I don't like, think my he, guy. I think that he loves the game too much to do that. I mean, I say that as I don't think. I mean, Deshaun, I think, loves the game too. Yeah. But I, I think. Love I think. The Texans situation is far worse. Way far worse. I mean, at least we're making the playoffs and winning ten games a season. Right. Yeah, exactly. We're not round and we're not trading away our best players. Just ridiculous. So it's man. a little bit different. Ridiculous. Um. So there's just no way it's going to happen. There's no way it should happen. And it's just 
wipe that from your brain. You think we're actually, that's my thing. I even told you this and I know they don't, but this is not like, unlike, unlike any other time with like a player's like future is so cloudy. Yep. Um, why they haven't come out and like committed to Russell Wilson makes no sense. Hold yeah, a fucking and six second press conference to say Russ is our guy. He's not going anywhere. Be pretty baller if like we're getting ready for Pete Carroll stood up there at the mic and just said Russ is our guy and just yeah. walked off the stage with John Schneider standing right next to him with the belt. Yeah, with the belt on his shirt shoulder. off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, I would, Schneider. I would, I, I love, would like that. But I love John Schneider. I know he's the man. He's, he's the he's the reason why we are in the position that we are. And how that's the thing with John and Pete. They've never. This is the best player in franchise history. And I know yeah. John's busy right now. He's trying to make four million dollars in cap space work. Yeah, he's trying to figure and out. He's cap trying, right now. And he's, he's trying to get more draft picks. He's trying picks. to work things. He right is now. so yeah. overloaded right now. He does not need this noise. So that's yeah. why I want Pete to come out and say, "Hey, Russ is our guy. Yeah, he's been our guy. Totally. And and just, he just I think, squash I think during, that beef. Yeah, during the season when there's drama, he's come out and been like, Russ is like that's his dumb question. Like Russ is always our guy. When yeah. But when this like off season stuff happens, the Seahawks almost never comment on anything. Even no. like, and they, I'm talking about like domestic violence. I'm talking about like anything. Yep. They don't talk. They like they're like the Patriots almost. Stick your head in the sand and just get ready for the draft. Dude. And if they have to cut someone for domestic violence, they cut them. If they exactly. have to trade someone, they trade someone. Yeah. Like they just don't talk about it though. You look at the reason this happened. I mean, you guys saw Russell at that Super Bowl and how uncomfortable he looked in that suite. And I know he's yeah. so hyper competitive and he hilarious. wants to be playing. And he even admitted that he was really upset. Too. Exactly. Who do you? And he talked about Brady not being touched. Yeah. And Mahomes, he was getting having PTSD. He's like, "This is me. This yeah. was what this would have happened to me." Yeah. I know that his left and right tackle were out that game. Yeah. But I'm talking about Mahomes. I hope you guys realized how important, like both the defensive line and the offensive line. It's the most important position on the football field. Both man. those are like or the like most as a whole as yeah, a unit. That's what I'm saying. Like the trenches, trench warfare is by far the most. And if that last Super Bowl, like, even our Super Bowl against the Broncos, the yeah. line of fucking scrimmage, dude, we is so it, crucial. You can tell at the beginning of the game when it's going to be a blowout if the defensive line is literally reaching the quarterback every damn time and the offensive line on the, on the same team is not letting anyone touch their quarterback. You're like, okay, this is going to be a long day. It's like it's playing be, seven on seven, dude. Exactly. And it's going to be a clinic if TB12 is behind this, if he's yeah, behind he's the reins. Pick yeah. I mean, any, you put Russell Wilson behind that I offensive line, he's going to pick That's apart. where I was going with that. He wanted Antonio Brown in the offseason. Yeah. Look where he went. And look yeah. what look what look what they got to do. And I know I wasn't. It's a for, bad look overall. Not I know, lie, but I wasn't for signing. Antonio I understand. Brown, I understand. But what that's you're saying, what though. I think that added to his frustration. He's yeah. like, I wanted these superstars. I worked out with these superstars. But and, I, and they didn't give me my. They've my, also my toys hit to on all with. their offensive line picks and their trades. Yeah, I mean they've got Ryan Jensen, who's a stud center that they got. I think in the sixth round. Yep. Out of fucking Colorado, fifth or sixth, yeah. Colorado State, Pueblo, not Colorado no, State, not the Rams, not Colorado State, <laughs> Colorado State, Pueblo. Yeah, uh, that, that's got to be D two or three. I, I think it's D two. Tristan Wurst was a you know top fifteen pick, but they nailed it. Stud, yeah, absolute stud. Offensive um, line picks, they're not sexy picks. We love no. our receivers. We love our quarterbacks. We love our running backs. Absolutely. You want to win a title? You want to win? You need to yeah. go back to 2010. Yeah. Who'd we take first? Russell Okung. You get a fucking... And he had his injury issues early on. Sure. But then he figured them out. Yeah. And we and then they gelled. And then we started to spend money. You go get a Brino Giacomini. Just think you go, about when Russell... When Russell... Oh, sorry. When Russell Okung was at offensive tackle... And we had the other offensive linemen there with Max Unger. Max and, Unger, James Carpenter. And uh, Breno Giacomini. J.R. Sweezy. Exactly. Yeah. Think about the offensive line. Think about how often Russell Wilson got hit. Back it then? Was, it was very rare. No, because he could run away. It's not That's that they, true. It's not that they were like, we spent money on the offensive line, but it's not like they were great. 
No, like, but they were a lot better than now. No question. Can't even, can't even argue. Yeah, exactly. Not even close. Not exactly. even close. There's a reason that we played in that but game, But that's what I'm ben. saying. Can you imagine having even like a top 15 offensive line? With that quarterback? With Russell. We should be in the NFC just Championship. Just with Russell in general. Yeah, we should be in the NFC Championship. That's what I'm saying. Even just a top 15 offensive line. Not, and the problem is, is that we're always a why is top, that, top... Why is sorry, that too much to ask? Bottom 25. Yeah. Why is that too much to ask? A fucking... That's average. That's but the 50%. Issue is they haven't... I mean, you, the look, top at, half of the you look at the past drafts, it's been bad. It's been bad. I know. It's been Ours? really bad. Yeah, the Hawks. <gasps> it's I know. been really bad. I know. So that's become an issue. So what, I mean, like, in your in your opinion, what do the Hawks have to do to fix this? Well, you need to make Russell happy, man. Or this can, dude. How do you make him happy? You, that's, cap space is a myth. If people don't understand, you can make money. You manipulate the money. Yeah. To you can you can you can do open up cap space. Yeah, this you year, can yeah. backload it. You can front load it. Bonus money, all that stuff that's not yeah. allocated to the cap space. That's number one. We need to extend players right now. I'm talking Jamal Adams. I'm talking Carlos Dunlap. Those are my number one priorities yep. in this offseason. Russell, you know the blueprint. Okay, John Elway did it. Peyton Manning did it, and Tom Brady did it. You need to take less money. Yeah. And it's not that you haven't earned your contract. And when, I paid when, you like the number one also, quarterback because you were. When it's less money, it's not technically less money. You're going to make it down the road, Russ. Yeah, exactly. Just not You're right still now. making the money. Just not right yeah, now. exactly. God yeah. damn it. Like, sign that. I don't get why that's so hard for him to understand. That if you have anything more than 12% of your total cash base, and he hits 17 this offseason. So you're saying for Russ to be happy... Russ has to make himself happy. Yeah, it's not he. he if he wants the reins, he's not. Dude, you think so he's going to be in the war room you, saying I don't you, like this guy? Are you blaming a lot of this on Russ then? I think it's equal blame. No. I think okay, you want to go back to like the seventy thirty or sixty forty? Uh, yeah, I'm curious. If you ha- if you ask me to choose Pete Carroll over Russell Wilson, I'm taking Russell Wilson eight days a week sure. and twice on Sundays. Yeah, okay, yeah. it's not even fucking close. And, and I love Pete, and I love Pete. Yeah. Thanks for bringing me ultimate yeah. happiness and no, ultimate sure. sadness in two years. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I need it. When he had the right players, it was always fun. Watch. Oh my god, we dude, looking forward to some Sundays, of the greatest memories. Of period, our lives. yeah, for period. sure. Period, and experiencing those, like we know what it's like when it's not fun to watch. Yeah. The last years of Holmgren, yeah, even with Tavares Jackson, and we had Jim Moore. For Jim Moore a year, for a year, and, four and twelve, five or five and was he four and twelve or five and eleven? Was, five and eleven, dude, was, it was bad. Yeah. Aaron Curry, like, dude, you don't have to. Yeah. You, we don't have to go back in the annals yeah. of our history of how bad. bad and how bad Sundays were. Like I was more worried about my fantasy football team than watching the Seahawks. Like that's that's when you know it's bad. It's really bad because yeah. I'm like, now I'm not drafting Seahawks players because like I don't want to be sad twice. Yeah. You know I don't want to. I don't want to. We're pretty lucky to be honest with you. We're pretty fortunate. We are. But how how fortunate? I'm not going to say how fortunate are we, but how when you look at these these past six years since we've yet to reach an NFC Championship or or uh, to an advance past a divisional yeah. round. I think um, the Jaguars have more playoffs wins they do. than us in the last four years. They do. They went to the NFC Whoa. or the AFC Championship. The Jacksonville <laughs> Jaguars, isn't that dude? They're yeah. they had it's one. Because they had one big run. One big run. Yeah. Everything just connected, yeah. and then they lost. But to, still, that's a little disappointing. I know. That's very disappointing. Yeah. That, and that's we. That's when I'm talking. I'm talking to the twelves. I'm talking to the the woke twelves. The ones you don't that, have that, to get me started on the twelves. Yeah. They they think that we are. We should be lucky that we have what we have and. You guys want to continue to live in 2013 and 12 and say that we, or 2013 and 14 and 12, that we draft, we draft great, we get great free agent signings, yeah. all that stuff. That's out the window, bro. You can't tell me that with these drafts of the past five, six um, years are, no, they're not. I don't think it's they're only not the, great. I don't think it's only the fans that are living back then, too. It's Pete, too, a little bit. I know. 
Pete is trying to coach the team that he wants. He yeah. wants those 2011, 12, 13, 14 defenses or offensive game plans, yeah. whatever. And it's not the team that he has. It isn't. And it's not even close, dude. It's tough. You don't have Sherman and Browner and Maxwell and, and Cam and Earl. You don't. I see what you're trying to do with Diggs. I see what you're trying to do with Adams. But, I mean, and look what we did. We mortgaged. We took out a mortgage to get Jamal. And we yeah. didn't extend him last September like I wanted him to. I was like, we needed to just get – Buddha. just got 14. Yeah. Give him 15. Maybe some more guaranteed. Whatever you need to do for the evolution of – but now of, it's rising. Now it's rising because now he has all the chips. He missed yeah. four games, almost got 10 sacks. And I know the interceptions are a problem. I know the coverage deep. I will say that he was hurt. Labrams are a big uh, deal. I still think he's a great player. Yeah. He's just not, again, he's not the type of player that fits he's a, he's Pete a, Carroll's. No, I know. He's a player I've never really seen before. Like Yeah, no, true. Like we we saw Cam Chancellor come up in the box. A little box. Sean Taylor-esque almost. Wow, what a comp. That's actually not too bad. Yeah, does he hit like it. Sean though? Is he really just fucking pop? dude? Sean I would say he hits monster. as hard as Sean, but just kind of a rangy defender, but also like loves to just blow up the play and exactly just explosive. But that's the thing that where he thinks he holds all the chips where he can say, R. R. "Okay, Sean Taylor." By the way, yeah. If you if you dude, there's people that are that if you get nine and a half sacks, you're making twenty million a year if you're a defensive end. Okay, yeah, that's where it starts. Yeah, and you're a safety, so that's where. That's what that gets tough to figure out what his market is. He's like, I don't just yeah. play strong safety. That's and these are one position. of the superstars that Russell probably asked for. Yeah, and and the and he and asked the for Hawks both. Did, He's like, I want, and the Hawks I want, did, like I want, you said, they more they trade away two first round picks for this guy. That's huge. And you and the fact that we didn't extend him like you, this. He's not a one year rental. He's no. not a. Super Bowl or bust. He never like, was going to be a one year. Like the guy's twenty five years old. Yeah. He's a part of our future. You you like him that He's much? He's a superstar you, player. You yeah. have to resign. No him. question. Yeah. And when you look at that, especially when you trade going back, two first round picks. Yeah. Now. Going back to his sacks, you can look. I, I've looked at all of them on YouTube. The half sacks. I know. You, the, yeah. the start of the Falcons. Six and a half of those Ryan Neal could make. Yeah. Quentin D- or Diggs could make. No, like, I get you. Anybody could make. He's wide open. They are zero. But nobody in his way. I haven't seen the exact stats. I can bring it up, but I'm not going to. I don't. Care, but I'm assuming he's had a lot of TFLs too, though, not just sacks, mm-hmm. which is you know double digit. Him and, and I'm KJ, not, I think and I'm not sure. Him, I'm not sure Ryan Neal could make those plays. No, where he blows up the. I'm not saying he that. blows up the running plays. But if, sa- if sacks are his, like he wanted that record no, so no, bad, you. that's what he's I will say. On. I don't know if I've ever seen someone come off the edge as fast as he does when someone's running an ISO right up the middle. And he somehow catches that running back. I saw run. Oh, I know. With the yeah. he, hit, yep. he hits the hole. I know, I know exactly what And Jamal Adams just catches him. I've never yeah. seen anything like that. But yeah, back to Russell. I mean, we got to kind of wrap this up soon, anyways, and move on. But yeah, I think, you know, I think. If you're asking, I, you ask my expectations? Or like, well, I, think, what, I think, like, what I'm saying is, like, I think everything, you know, two months from now is going to be totally fine. I think there's think still. It just blows over? I think there's still going to be, like, a little bit of. 11 Reset. tackles for loss for Adams last year. That's pretty big. I think it, I think KJ had 12 or 13. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I think there's still going to be some resentment from Russell's side of things and maybe even Pete and the organization side of things. But I think both of them are pretty, pretty, I mean, even keeled people. Like Pete and Very Russell true. are both. Oh, my not, God. You couldn't be more. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not trying to say like Deshaun Watson's some drama queen, but I feel like he's a little bit more. He's not like Russell Wilson is unreal how even keeled he is. Oh, like, I know. He's unusual. Happy go lucky. He's unusual how like 
un- unusually even, even kill. <laughs> it's it's it's, well, it's, it's almost he has to be like an asshole in person. I know it's that's, the, that's thing. the thing. You, you and, read that athletic article and he blew up. Yeah, but the, another thing is, Comer. I know what you're saying, but like I feel like every interview I've ever heard where someone asked that and it's like a player on the team, they're like, no, he's like actually like that nice of a guy. Well, yeah. player, but what about to like every, like you and me? I, I still I mean we like, went to the we were yeah, right next, we were right next to him on he the didn't field sign our autographs but he was only signing autographs for, for kids. kids he said I've got to get the kids like how can I how can I say what an asshole yeah. that he didn't sign my <laughs> Ben's gonna hey my, three get your ass yeah. back here and sign my yeah hat. come on I'm a 23 year old <laughs> yeah, you know I want right, my autograph right. not like a nine yeah. year old it's right. tough to say but that's why him winning man of the year I think that was yeah so that's he won Walter that was so that was a huge award and his image like yeah. it's, I'm not saying it's like a Lombardi or any or an MVP but for him that's big that's he's, huge he tries he, to he prides himself yeah. on being a good person and and he's been everything and also I think that's a, more. kind of another thing the Seahawks have to consider is I mean it's hard to find a player like that on and off off the field, field. very true very um, true Deshaun Watson is that player what he was doing in he college just, I think was, Russell just opened up a preschool too for like for like. Gosh. underprivileged children in the city like in the city I'm of Seattle like, rock over so here. you know what I'm saying like he does with Sierra too and yeah so like it's tough to really put down the guy um off the field that's what's tough when you think of like the trade destinations Vegas yeah you know, Dallas Sierra's has a problem oh has for a, sure has a say on that oh, like for the, sure. the Giants news a which couple I mean years like ago. if you're married to someone they should have a say in it Sierra's trying to rebuild or not rebuild her image that sounds weird that she's trying to rebuild like she went through a like you know scandal yeah, know or something but she's not big in music no. She is not. She's not Megan the Stallion. She's not uh, Doja Cat. I'm just naming names right now. I but don't know. You don't know Doja Cat? Dua Lipa? Anything? I think I know Meg the Stallion. I don't know about. If you don't know Meg the Stallion, you can get the hell out he of here. He knows Doja Cat. He probably just doesn't know, know. the name. Anyways, the songs but that's the thing. Thank like, you, she's not, she, Thanks for having my back. <laughs> she's not on that level. And her, when if they were to move to New York or yeah. they were moved to Las Vegas and she, and she gets sure. that platform, yeah. don't tell me that she's not in his ear saying, hey, baby, why don't you just... Why don't you just ask, or why, not ask? But why don't you? Why don't we go here? Like, yeah, it's better than Seattle. Man. No, I get you. I don't know. It's it's again. I think in two months it's going to be relatively blown over, and I think it needs to be. It, it needs, needs to be blown over they, now. They need. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be blown over. No, right now, no, but I know it's not. They need. They need to manipulate the cap so they can maybe sign an offensive lineman. It's not looking. The glass isn't looking great, but there's help out there. You can get someone for us. To and also the draft about. is very full. So yes, we need to turn that for that is really quick. If we could just dive into that for one second. No, go ahead. We go back to 2019, that offseason. Yeah. And we didn't, we had four, four draft picks. picks we had yeah. four draft picks. And John Schneider did his magic. Turned it into 11. Yeah. I think a Frank Clark type trade is coming. Yeah, I get I you. Think, I think Bobby Wagner is a very strong candidate. I'm not. He was the number one rated middle linebacker. His his stock is never going to be higher if that than it happens, is right now. I'd give you a lot of props. I'd that, give you a lot of props. That's, that's a big call. With going back, because we going back to that, we needed to extend Russ sure. and and Frank wanted to be extended. Yep. He wanted he wanted that extension. We're like, we can't give you that money. We just can't. We have to take care of our franchise guy. Yeah. Not the and we offered the tag, and that kind of blew over. But that type of trade needs to happen. Like, there's players. I know KJ Wright's not going to be here next year. I know yeah. Shaquille Griffin's not going to be here next year. I know, and yeah, I know Carson's Griffin, not going to be here. Griffin next year. definitely won't be here. Carson yeah. probably won't be here. I'm still a little skeptical on. Um, gosh, I'm already forgetting who you just said the first name. Gosh, KJ right? KJ right? Yeah, I'm still a little skeptical on him, but we'll see. Yeah. Um but the, of, of us like keeping him, yeah. I want him here so bad, Ben. Like no, I, I want know, him but here financially, so bad. it's tough. It's so because he already said no hometown discount, hometown hookup. I don't think he. Tech. I don't think he needs to take it. He's still good enough to not take that. Yeah. So, so we need to let those players walk while they're still their stocks are still high. And we don't need to live in 
nostalgia. You yeah. know, we don't need to, you know, extend these guys that could he could get hurt week one and he's out. Like we don't know. But I mean if he Or he could ball out. If we let KJ Wright go, is that gonna piss off Russell? No. It would piff off, piss off Bobby though. That's his brother. That's his they didn't come yeah. into the same draft, but it's one year apart. Right. And yeah. I think that would make him mad. And even let's say, we, what if we keep KJ and trade Bobby? Like then, Bwags would be the only one left from and that. And that's the thing with the only person. Wagner represents himself. Yeah, and Wagner's making seventeen and a half million dollars yeah. this upcoming year. That is a lot of money, For especially if you have if you have yeah. an unhappy quarterback who's the reason we've had a heartbeat the last six years. Yeah, my God, how did how is a middle linebacker making that much money? And yeah. why is my left you. tackle or my center or? Wide receiver making that because look at DK you. in a couple years, Ben. He's asked for twenty million a year. No, I know, I know, I know. It's gonna be a five-year deal, hundred million plus. And let's not blow our gasket on all this right okay, now. Sorry. This is this blow is all stuff <laughs> we need to talk about later on. I know, yeah. We're talking sorry. about Russ now. I'm just excited. No, I know, I know, but I don't. We need <laughs> no, to. We need to keep. We need to keep topics for later because yeah. we don't have so much for the offseason. I know that's true, and we still can talk free agency and all that. Um, but yes, the Russ thing. It's just drama, especially offseason drama. Um. And drama, man. Speaking Let, of drama, I think it's just, even worse. Just move even, even worse, just, just, to, just go down the street. Uh, <laughs> go up Occidental. Yeah, and look it's like, even worse drama. I feel like because oh, it is actually involves like just being a dick, just being an absolute unaware idiot. Yeah. So Kevin Mather, uh, vice president of the Seattle Mariners, had a like interview. bit of a mishap. Had like an interview, sit down with, with the a Bell- Rotary Club, Bellevue Bell- Rotary, Rotary Club, and bunch of fucking yeah. They recorded it and hot uh, mic put it on not YouTube, a hot mic, but yeah. He said some stuff that uh, stood out and upset at a lot of people. Yeah, uh, there was some casual racism, which kind of stood out. Did you read about this, Cameron? No. Let me. Edu- so yeah, go ahead. Go real ahead. real quick, education. We have a we, our number one prospect, Julio Rodriguez. He's number four on the baseball top one hundred. Um, yeah, he's a great player. He's a great player. Kalnick's number five. I don't know if these players ring any bells, but they will in the future. Anyways, Julio, you're gonna be like, okay, he's a future. Re- he's a future outfielder in our ball club. He this is a future the, jersey you're gonna want. Yeah, from one of these he is two a. He hits balls yeah. four fifty. And is they a, both have the personalities like that they you are want in your locker room. Superstar person. He has a little yeah. podcast that he does. A little yeah. J Rod show. And Kalnick is a cocky motherfucker, but. Yeah. Backs it up. Backs it the fuck up. Backs it up. So yeah. that's the, he. He said that Julio's English is not very good, and he's he didn't call him boring. Who did he call boring? J.P. Crawford. I don't remember. I thought he called James Paxton boring. Was it Paxton? I thought there's, no. There's, Marco there's, Gonzalez. Marco was boring, which is ridiculous because Marco Gonzalez was the one How who much tried more, to fight Mike Leake. Yeah, and I'm like, well, you literally just said that he tried. Okay, so another thing is he tried Marco Gonzalez supposedly like pinned Mike Leake against the wall because Mike Leake was being an asshole during a pitcher's meeting. Yep. And then Kevin Mather went on to say that he was boring. I'm yeah. like, you just said, you just said that somebody pushed someone against the wall, <laughs> stood up for the team, and now you're just calling him boring. And that's you're, the guy who's gonna have his hand star, in his pockets. Yeah, your to, star starting pitcher, by the way. Yeah, your ace. Yeah, that you replaced yeah. Felix with. That exactly. you gave him the ball in 2019. That's a back dude, to the casual racism, though. Yeah, explain that. So Julio Rodriguez, who's been in the United States since he was what 15, 16 yep. years old when he came over. Yeah, he's 19 now. So and like, let's be honest, English is. The toughest language to learn because it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. How much gibberish we you have? You know this because you're... Are you fluent in Spanish? No. But you speak a lot of it, <laughs> yeah. right? You no. speak a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to be a dick, but you speak a lot of it. Yeah. And you understand like English actually like, grammatically makes no sense whatsoever. When I learned Spanish in middle school and then freshman year, I was like, oh my God, you have so many... We have so many words that mean the same thing. And not like, only that, yeah. like just like the structure of sentences. Yeah. Like when they start with... Very true. They start with, you know... 
said. his or her, you know, yeah, exactly. It just, it just makes more sense. It's almost like an equation in math. Yep. And so when you come over here and you're trying to learn English, it's not, it's not easy. And so he's been working at it and he's actually really good. You look at his interviews, he's really good. And so now Kevin Mather, go ahead, be so continue. So there is, there is three people that he, sorry, really, I'm fired up now. Oh, you're good. I love this. Um, three people that he really upset. Um, Marco calling him boring. Guy has more passion than pretty much anybody on a field. Yeah. He strikes somebody out. He's pumping his fist. Yeah. He's slapping his gloves, stuff like that. Calling your ace. This isn't just about prospects. These are the best prospects we've had in 30 years, Comron. Older yeah. than all of us. Cal Nick and Julio Rodriguez. And Julio Rodriguez. Yeah. And you go to Gilbert, yeah. Hancock, all these. But, he, he, but, but, the, but the thing that he said with Julio, the racism thing. Oh. Was. They're lazy. Yeah. And not only that, he just said that like. He doesn't like he doesn't under he's not very good in English. He just yeah. straight out said that about Julio Rodriguez. Yeah. And, just and that's like, the thing. He has a podcast where he like he's interviewed players within yeah. our organization. Dude, it's and is literally it broken English. Yeah, every but he reporter sounds great. Every, understand every yeah. reporter came out after that and was like, This guy's been working on his English tough and like Unbelievably and he's, 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 he's improved immensely. Uh, and he speaks pretty good English yeah. now for you know the president to come out and say that sort of stuff. And then he went on to Sashi Okuma, who's been somewhat of a Mariners legend yeah. in the Through previous no-hitter. decade. Yeah. He came out and said, "Oh, I'm tired of Hasashi having an interpreter. I have to pay him seventy five thousand dollars a year, and I have to pay him, and I have to pay his interpreter. And now that he is with us as a scout or a coach or whatever, special assistant, yeah, special something, we're not going to hire an interpreter because we think his English is good enough. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, why do you keep saying stuff like this? Yeah. Like, and what they're doing with the, the one of the bigger things is Kelnick's service time and the fact that if yeah, it wasn't and that's no, a, that's a whole other deal, and they." So just go back to the racism yeah, really quickly. Which is the biggest. Yeah, yeah and that right. was the biggest we thing. Should. was just like the Hisashi stuff. It's just like to come out and say that stuff in casually, just so casually. Unbelievable. It's just like, and for these guys who have been, who given you a lot, given you a lot over the, I mean, Hisashi has given you a lot over the last. Yeah. Dude's pitched through like a torn rotator. Cuff, yeah. I feel like at times. Yeah. Dude's gone and out there and just balled out. You're going to sit there and do, an, do a crack at his fucking I'm sorry language? that you had to, I'm sorry that you who makes what? Two billion a year, maybe. Yeah, fuck off. Had to pay that's seventy grand for an interpreter. Yeah, yeah, it's cheap. Come on, dude. Use your dude. Yeah, he, come on. Th- that's the so, whole thing. But let's let's move on to the other. Uh, the list doesn't end there. Yeah, the list doesn't end <laughs> he there. Off that was by far the worst. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it also, I mean, it includes Kelnick, and yeah. Jared Kelnick is also a top ten prospect. Five. Yeah. Top five prospect, and one of the best prospects in the organization in the last twenty years. Yep. And. There's a time service thing. It's it's good. You try to explain. It. I don't to, do it very well. No, but. yeah, but like with arbitration and stuff, I can't explain this as well as some people can. But it's so crazy if when you extend Evan White like we did in the off season, when and, yeah, when he had barely played any major league games. Yeah, he played double A. Yeah, for a season, I hadn't even played triple A. Right, and you extend him like that, and then you eight the, year. The, the question too. is, is would we if we didn't if we extended him. Like that, he's playing Major League Baseball. Like, he's not playing AAA when you just extended the guy and you're paying him this type of money. You're not paying him to play in AAA. No. You're paying him to use our future at a... He's the future at a... You're not signing some dude for eight years just to bank on him in the minor leagues. You're yeah. like, this dude's our future. Like, yeah, and look what he did. I want to go glove. Yeah, exactly. Is the bat there yet? No. No, but, but it's, it's hard to make it's, that switch. It's getting there. It's, yeah. You can tell it's, it's gradually... Yeah. Two gold glovers increasing. in our infield right now with JP and, yeah. and Evan. And the so, outfield... That's our dude. Yeah, no, but so the Kelnick thing, though, to get back to it, the 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 service time thing was uh, last year. Kelnick wanted to come up. Yep, he wanted to be called up. Thought he was ready. And and I will say, we brought up some scrubs instead of Kelnick. We signed 
Tyler Irvin off the street at one point. Philip Irvin. Sorry, the, yeah, Philip Irvin. Former first-round pick. Yeah, yeah, to play left field instead of Colin Kelnick, who was hitting like 300. Yeah. And, and you like dropped Malik Smith, who was your starting. It was, yeah, and so. Haniger was hurt. All another, those things. And it also stems back to when we drafted Kelnick and supposedly promised him that he would play in 2020. Yeah. Now, we traded for him. We traded for Kelnick. Sorry, traded so, yeah. for him. And we promised that he would come in 2020. Yep. Now, another issue is last year was, last season was, an interesting 60 one. 60 games. And it was a yeah. COVID-ridden season. And honestly, I feel like baseball was the first sport back in all of that. Maybe basketball, but... No, basketball came out... But they were probably out for playoffs, right? Yep. So baseball was like the first sport back like really officially, like to bring it back the whole entire season. No question. And they had an abbreviated season. Yep. And the Mariners upper management said, it's not really necessary to bring him up during this type of season. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Which you can understand, but... Which I understand, but at the same time, Kelnick, who's been working his ass off yeah busting his ass off to be come the top 10 and not even be able to play last year like there was no triple a there was no minor league ball and he was called to the taxi squad yeah but again he never got called up from the taxi squad nope and so he was pissed he was camp was pissed and they felt like they were kind of crossed yeah they're betrayed yeah they're lied to um and another thing so and the reason why the mariners also kept him down there is that Something about money. I I, I don't. So with, with service time, you can make a certain amount. Yeah. When you have a certain amount of service, they don't time. have to pay him as much money. Now, right. Now that he didn't come up to the majors. Yeah. So, so they kind of manipulated they're, service. They're, they're literally taking money out of his pocket. And Mather. And not only that, they're not allowed to play. And Mather in the interview loving. admitted to that. Yep. Pretty much just came out straight and said, "Oh yeah, we had to save some money and keep him down there." And and sorry, number four, our yeah. best, or our second yeah. best prospect out of two. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. It's it's so crazy. The the Kyle Seager thing really. So I don't even care for okay. Kyle Seager. Let's move on to Kyle Seager. That's so, yeah. Again, let's move on to Kyle Seager. Who again? I understand you don't. You again? I understand that Kyle Seager is kind of. He's been our household. I think man. he's he's beloved by most Mariners fans. Yeah, but I understand that some Mariners fans are a little upset with him, and I get it. But at the same time, he has been the best players player of the last decade by far. Yeah. By far. Yeah. Um, do it. And for Kevin Mather to come out and just say that he's overpaid mm-hmm. and he's going to be gone next season is just kind of a slap in the face. The face and of Kyle Seeger and, and, and his family, too. Mrs. Who, Seeger comes Mrs. out and yeah, tweets. tweets being like, so do I need to put my house on the market? Like, Let us know. Hell? This is going to be his last season. That's so weird and to so, say to your And somebody who I think is going to be a, a f- probably in the future banners, you know, I think you're going to see Kyle Seeger's name up there at some point. You think you'll see a 15 retired? I think, I think so. Okay. I think so. I think so. I think he's going to finish his career, honestly. I think he might take like an abbreviate, you know, a, a lesser contract at some point and finish his career. Little, yeah. Because it sounds like they do love it here. Yeah. And I feel like he did give it his all, really, honestly. No, I'm not. I mean, yeah, dude. There's a grief. He's just. The dude's a greedy, tough player. Yeah. I look at his brother. I look at other. No, th- I, I understand. Look at other but you can't compare that, to. You can't compare him to Corey. I Corey's. Know. Corey's alone. Yeah. I know. But so, anyways, Kyle Mather just said, oh, yeah, he's gone next year and he's overpaid. And just, that was it. And I was like, dude, you're just talking about your yeah. best player of the last decade. This is probably his Come last on, year dude. here. Like, you're just saying this just under your breath. It's yeah. like a joke. Like, yeah. it just like, oh, we're just it's sitting just here, guys. For him. Yeah. It's a chessboard, and he's just like, oh, yeah. Flick that pawn yeah. to the, you know, whatever. There's, he's uh, so interested. It didn't in, stop there either. What else happened? Uh, he also talked about having to charge his employees. Oh, parking? Parking. Yep. Because what? to keep them safe. Yeah. 75 to $80. Yeah. Right? Safe from what? The neighborhood, because the neighborhood soda was dangerous after 10 p.m. How many times have we been out at so like after the stadium walking around? I'm and, walking like, ha- free. Yeah, free have you felt have Cal you ever girls. felt like unsafe? 
Not when it's like that many people out there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I just don't get it. I just so that just blows my mind. I probably go. I go straight to the strip club, especially yeah. to charge them. That, well, <laughs> straight yeah. right down the street. We, to the, we've right done down that, the that's, street. That's showgirls, right? right? Yeah, that's sure. showgirls. It's um. So yeah, it was pretty Four bad. Girls. Uh, I'm trying to think what else he put in there. Um, hold on, let's see. I'm just kind of. I'm reading the article around the Times about what he did. Mm-hmm. Um. Either way, he was fired. Well, actually, no, he wasn't fired. He resigned. Which brings me to Stanton Go ahead. and the questions that he was asked. Like Stanton, who's the president of the organization. Yeah, the president, exactly. Um, and by the way, can we just give a big shout-out to Scott Service and Jerry DePoto for having to deal with this whole entire mess? Yeah. And come out the next a day. A mess that they didn't even fucking create. And to come out the next day and like pretty put a pretty good spin on it. Yeah. And they did pretty well. Yeah. And then you, again, had to, you had to meet with Seeger. You had to meet with, yeah. with, with, uh, and with I know Kalnick that and all these players saying like, hey, yeah. dude, you're our guys. You're and I know that guys. all three of us have personally probably had to clean up our boss's mess at one point. Oh, yeah. yeah like your boss yeah, fucked yeah, up not, and, then you, and then you had to clean up and then you were like, I didn't do my this. Boss is, my boss is always kind of fucking up and I always have to clean up his mess, dude. Like, yeah. Or her mess. <laughs> kind of fucked up. Yeah. But here, this is just so public. And like, it's different. Like you're dealing with millionaires and like billionaires and it's just like i just don't this dude like uh, you're on a zoom call what are you thinking like what are you what are you doing what are you doing and so john stanton the president go on with when they had this this blew up so obviously we need to hold this one viral yeah we need to hold a press conference tomorrow morning trying to clear this all up so they released him released uh um mather of his duties didn't say he was fired yeah he was he resigned himself yeah, yeah You can't fi- you can't fire me. I quit. Like yeah. type of sh- not really like that, but he knew what he said was wrong. And Stanton was asked point blank by Ryan Divish, point blank. He's like, if it came down to it, would you have fired him if he didn't want to resign? And he's like, I don't make those kind of decisions. He's like, I pay I pay other people for those for that type of stuff. I'm like, you answer to nobody. You are the president. You answer to nobody but yourself. Yeah. Of this whole organization, you are. God, and you're going to tell me that you can't answer this softball ass question, this thing that you could launch 400 fucking feet. So I think this kind of goes to show you why the Mariners Mariners are ran, why the Mariners have been bad for 20 seasons. Yep. It starts. It it starts at the top. Everything starts at the top. And when the top is that bad, the bottom is always going to be that bad, too. And sure as shit, the middle, which is like the product on the field. Exactly. (laughs) It's all going to be bad all around. I mean, look at the the. The racism started with that. Um, what was that lady's name who had who? Uh, Ochena, I think. Yeah, uh, and she's. And I don't she want to get it wrong, but she was the former uh, sports science athletic yeah. trainer, and she dealt with yeah. that type of shit within the yeah. organization. And was, there was also the sexual harass yep. harassment claims in 2016 yep. from Kevin Mather as well. So I mean, it well, just kind of keeps going. This guy should have been gone a long time ago. Yeah. Um, he's been here since '95, and. In my in my opinion, I don't think I'm alone here. Stanton needs to sell this team, sell it to somebody that's actually committed to winning instead of selling fucking bobbleheads and towels and blanket nights and college nights and blah, blah, blah. When you have fucking signified douchebag in the fucking pen, I'm sick of that shit, dude. I want asses in seats and watching our future on the field. I'm sick of that. They it's treat a, it like a big venue, like it a big is. bar. It's a fucking it's a big bar, bar with a $40 cover, yeah. Com. We've said that a bunch of times. Oh, they know times. that too. Yeah, and they know, and they that. know it. Yeah. We suck Monday through Thursday, but Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we pour that, some drinks. We pour some drinks, and people come out. Yeah. We we lower the ticket prices for college night or military night. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That needs to happen all the time. But no, but, with yeah. 
Just, dude, don't tell me that you care about the product on the field when we've yeah. watched it for 20 seasons. 20 seasons. This isn't a little, you know, the Yankees were bad for, you know, a hot second, a hot two seasons. You think that's yeah. okay in the Bronx? You think that's okay for them to yeah, suck? Yeah, play that shit. Yeah. Especially, the Especially who spend. you have across the street. Both teams, the Sounders and the Seahawks. They're competing for fucking titles. Hey, yeah, don't forget the Storm, man. And the Storm. 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 I'm sorry. Storm is always balling. Right here. It's okay. No, Shoot it's me okay. in the face. Storm Shoot is always balling. Yeah. I, it's just, it's such a poorly run organization, franchise, whatever you want to call it. And we grew up some of our prime years when we were younger with some great Mariners. Yeah. I mean, I think I remember playing at recess with Comrade and literally reenacting the 2001 Mariners, like almost on a daily basis. Because watch this those were, Boone those bat were, flip. Like, so I, I, I thought John Oldrood wearing the was helmet, the man. wearing the helmet, playing first base was so cool. Was the man? I wish I could do that. In the yeah, league, they was, wouldn't let me. Yeah. Um, but now after that, it's been just nothing. Just been a disappointment. Cesspool of disappointment bullshit. every year. Yep. And. You know, I think eventually we all came to terms that this team sucks and will suck for a long time until we actually see it. Mm -hmm. But now it sucks even more to see that it really sucks off the field too. Yeah, that's I mean that that's kind of what hurts. Yeah, that's kind of what hurts. It's honestly like the twisting of the dagger just even more. Yep, no question. And that's stuff that you don't want to see. I'd, I wish we were super and nice guys. Again, off the field. I think like super, I think, like, good, I think a lot of the people. players. I've never heard of the, like a lot of the players being bad. Right, like they seem like all great guys from what I've heard. Um, all the coaches seem like pretty good dudes. Mm -hmm. Scott Services, Jared Depoto, but the upper management when you know, and, they, and unfortunately they're years. the ones that reflect the organization mostly. Like this is what people are seeing. The, the headlines aren't you know the players. It's these no, assholes I mean, at the top. When you have your vice president make a any, any kind of statement like that, of course your organization as a whole is going to look bad. The vice president he, that's is going to say that's anything like, at a dude, Rotary Club. Yeah, like what are you just, doing, bro? Like why are you like, taking like innocent us. quips at? Us yeah. who are not even thirty years old yet, yeah, have never run a business. Yeah, nope. we would know to never get on a Zoom call and answer like questions like that and just sound like super candid questions. And just and like he almost sounded like he was drunk. Yeah, honestly, it was weird. It was it was odd. It's and too old school. Yeah, it's it's sad, man. Um, I was going back to like where this franchise. Yeah, going back to where this franchise is and where it's headed. Um, I was so excited, like. Before this news broke, not like super excited, like other scenes, like, you know, weather starts warming up, baseball's yeah. in the air. I get excited. Um, but just the, the prospects that we have, the prospects sure. we haven't had in 30 years, Ben, this is not 1995. And you saw some of the younger guys from last year start yeah, improving. Exactly. And like Crawford is fun to watch. Crawford's great to watch. These guys play Evan with White's swagger. Yeah. Evan White's going to get, Kyle he Lewis has nowhere to go. Kyle Lewis is not stud. even being talked about. Rookie of the year. Yeah. And all this other things are, are going on. And I'm like, my God, dude, yeah. we have, and that's the thing with with uh with the COVID year last year it was it was it was tough to watch because like man it's so hard to for any team to just make it through these sixty games like unscathed and have nothing like affect us like that but when you th when I think about like where I stand now with this franchise I am cautious because I think I knew I know that Depoto and Service needed to fix this ASAP sure. you need Julio in your office you need Jared in your office you need Marco in your From office from what I've heard. Both Scott and Jerry called yeah. all those guys the next day and was like, "Hey!" And it was so cool to see know that like nothing that yeah. he said. Jared tweeted out hey, saying, "I'm beer? I'm the I'm, I'm cool, okay. Bro. I'm looking. You, thank you for offering. I'm looking casual I'm looking podcast for, by the way. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing for you guys. Um, and you know, I'm he didn't say this, but he's like, I know I'm a part of your future, and you know, very. And I think I think that. I mean, I think Kel. Sorry, let me talk on the mic here. <laughs> 
I think Cal Nick is still upset about the whole thing. How could you not be? I hope he just uses it as fuel. Like, let's talk about one other thing that was in the Times article and something that I've kind of read about before that is a little worrisome was Kelnick's camp, you know, was mad that he wasn't called up last year. Yeah. But supposedly they were also mad because they kind of felt like he wasn't really even progressing in double A last year or triple A, wherever he was. Oh, just kind of like staying. Yeah, he didn't. I'm, I could look and up so his stats, but. That worries me a little bit because we've seen a lot of prospects get up pass. too early or come up too early or. Not only that, just not develop. Oh, yeah. In the Mariners organization. Nick Franklin. And that worries me that our minor league development. Chris Taylor. Is just not working. It isn't. And it I hope it's. I hope it's working now. It's but, changed, yeah. But now that Kellenick's camp is saying this sort of stuff, is it? It. Oh, you're talking about him not progressing, like the coaching. That that's he's what getting it was. Is. Yeah, that's what. They, okay, that's yeah. what it was saying. That's what they were saying. That hey, man, scares there's me a reason. A bit. There's a reason that players leave here and they do well in other on I other know, ball clubs. Man, and it scares me a little bit that they haven't fixed. Like it there's yet. just a permanent hex on this on this franchise, just like the Seahawks with not coming back to the Super Bowl because we were one yard away and they just want to. It scares me that they might torture us. It. Yeah. So I I hope they have. I hope that Kelnick comes up and Julio comes up and, and just rakes. And just rakes. Um, I mean, and Kyle Lewis did well last season. Yeah, he you know he had a September a ball, bit, but that's a rookie. You know, like I know. First year in he the, just got here in September the lap in 2019 and 2020 was supposed to be like a breakout year, and yep. it was that, that dude his his July numbers and you know halfway through August then he just kind of started yep. hitting a little bit of a plateau, but he's I think he's the future in center field. I really do. Yep. I think him, Jared, and and Julio are going to be our outfielders. Um, well, either way, it's good that Mather's gone. Period. Needed I kind of wish that was probably ago. handled a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, but now that he's gone, that's good. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely discuss the Mariners as the season, season progresses. Yeah, because the first spring training game was today. It was. I think it's tied 4-4 Baseball's right now. Baseball's here. Baseball is so Baseball's back. here, uh, which means spring is coming. It which is. going to be nice. We got out there today and golfed a little bit, right? Just a perfect day. Hit nine, hit nine holes. Quick little nine. Um, first one in six months for me. So that's what I was going to talk about, old man thoughts here. And Let's hear it. Kind of, kind of goes with those holes. Sure. Uh, I made a weird noise earlier on the couch trying to get up. <laughs> that Comrade, old, it's like Comrade, the, can you can you make that noise? I, well, I forgot it, but it was. You want me to make the noise? Yeah, make the noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me trying to get up from my couch earlier because after nine holes of, by the way, just par three, golf, par three golf. Yeah, I felt like I was. I just, <laughs> like, I I, just like for some reason my body is like not feeling good. I don't know why. So I feel like I just hiked I'm old. Trail. Old man thoughts. I'm out of shape. I didn't even play that well today. So. I'm with that. I'm yeah. with that. I love that. Cameron, you got one? Uh, shit. I was thinking about one last night. Uh, Let's see it. Or let's hear it. Let's see. Um, my old. Oh yeah, this is what this actually happened to me the other day. So you know when. A light turns green, right? Sure. Yeah. You know, obviously you There's get, a straight green light. Yeah, yeah. I don't see why you don't take off within a second. People are te- you're talking about people in front of you? Yeah. They're texting. They're, yeah. Their heads they're are just down. not paying attention. People dude. But no, so hit them with I can tell I can't tell, tell, they'll like paces headed up. But no, then, but think well, about yeah. think about our generation. Like it's like go, the light's not gonna oh, get anything. But think about our generation. They're just constantly like they're not paying attention to anything. And so it's the worst when it comes to driving because, I mean, you really got to be paying attention when you're driving. If anything. And so it just, I, <laughs> no I'm question. right there with you, man. Like, it's not only, it's not only like green lights, it's just ch- driving in general. Yeah. People do not pay attention. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the worst, bro. 
When you I don't pay attention when you drive, man, it can be deadly. Yeah. No no doubt this about it. This is a safe driving podcast, so please do not text <laughs> and drive. Do not obey, drink and drive. Obey the rules of the please road. Please be safe. Yeah. Okay, guys. Buck. You've had a good one, and you've been kind of... Buckle up. <laughs> putting it up on a pedestal here, so yeah. I'm interested. Well, it's not a pedestal, but this is something that really escalated throughout 2020 for me. Um, so, and, and we are back now after pretty much... Uh, when, when was our when was our last podcast? I, I don't mid- mean to cut you off here. Mid September two thousand nineteen, and the pandemic hit in Mar- or February, February March, March of twenty twenty. So a couple months, yeah, about six months. And after I'll say we that started. going then, back to our. So we've been we haven't really seen much of each other to be honest with you. No, uh, in the last year almost. Really. Yeah. yeah, we see each other every once in a while, but it's very rare. That's kind of how it is. That's kind of how it is now. Days. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, you're good. So yeah, twenty twenty going back weird to year. When we used to do these old man thoughts, I was such a different person. Yeah. Like I was more, nothing really bothered me. Like stuff bothers me. Everything. Like, if you don't, if you aren't bothered by a lot of stuff, Jesus Christ. Good for you to like, last till 28 with that. <laughs> I was done with that by the like Cause 25. it's all downhill from here for me. Every, there's a lot of things that just irritate me now. A lot of things that just really just make me cringe and like, dude, why Welcome. are you like Welcome. that way? Why, why are people like this way? So, okay. Buckle up guys. This is going to be, this is going to be all time <laughs> in my opinion. Gen Z, okay? What is Gen Z exactly? Gen Z oh. is people born from 97 to the early 2010s, and then we get into Generation Alpha. So that they would haven't be ages, messed up yet. Ages, sorry, I need to do the math. Do math, 23, 24, 25, 97, or 24? 20, they will be 24 this year. So they'd be 10 to 24 years old. Yeah. That's the age range. Yes. Okay, Yes. Go on. sorry. Okay, and this is pretty much all strictly social media based okay. and what the in the the footprint that they have sure. left for us to this is the tiktok generation pick up thank you you took the took the app from me right out of my mouth and it is the worst app i that, hate TikTok. i yeah. haven't even i don't have a tiktok for that reason yeah you have a ben, TikTok ben right. let me no you don't okay, good. ben let me just let me drive this sorry, car for sorry, one sorry, second sorry, sorry, i have sorry, so sorry, many sorry. things that make I'm gonna, me I'm uncomfortable <laughs> No, you gotta don't do that. Well, no, just I want to let Beast do because I don't want to. No, I know. Here's my thing: it's Gen Z is the worst thing that has happened to our society, and it's not even close. Oh, we already sound like the old guys now. No, that's the thing, you dude. They're called Zoomers. Like, great nickname. Okay, cool. You guys are tight. I actually said this earlier. I said TikTok is the worst thing that has happened. It's like the end of. Oh, I could go off on a whole tangent about social media. Could end life as we know it. Yeah. It's the I'm thing, just bro. That. the 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 platform, the the people that are getting these platforms, your hype houses, your sway houses. This is all TikTok based. This is all coming from TikTok. social media TikTok, houses, influencer to- houses. TikTok is hands down, not even close, the worst social media platform ever it's created. Awful. I get its I get its purpose. Short short video content. It's for it's for people with that don't have any, that don't pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> It's what Vine would have been if Vine kept going. That's my next thing, man. It's a wannabe Vine. It always will be. It will never not be. That's the thing. That that app, six seconds or less, you had to capture an audience. Yeah, but, that's it. Yeah, but Vine had six seconds. Yeah, Vine was six seconds or less. Yeah. TikTok, you can do like minute and a half, two minute videos, you can, right? Dude, I just I had to look this up. I didn't even know that. I had to look up how long can a fucking TikTok video, how much fucking just cringe can I actually yeah, you watch? Can do like, and you can do up to two minutes, right? Three. They are Ugh. they are testing three. Ugh. I'm like, you think I want to watch three minutes of this? Yeah, the thing about Vine is that you had very limited time. Yeah. And, and you, you had to make boom, it good. Boom. Yeah, boom. exactly. Exactly. My thing, the biggest thing, it's the this this app to me fetishizes e-boys, e-girls, good looks, 
people that can't dance. I'm sorry. That's just what I think. And I haven't been on it. I don't know enough you look about at the, it other than yeah, I hate the it. The fucking, all that. If you look at Addison Ray, if you look at the Demilios, like Jeez, all of that, hot. my God, they walk into a Starbucks, they fucking hit the whoa and fucking 500,000 views overnight. Boom. Just That's like it? that. They just hit it. They just hit the whoa and then. Yeah, do a little fucking do the renegade, all this other bullshit. I'm fucking sick of it. It makes me so. It makes. And here's the thing. My biggest question that I wanted to ask you guys is: lip syncing still cool? Was it ever cool? Well, Millie Vanilli, I think, made it not cool. Wow, what a name, Millie Vanilli. Right? (laughs) No, here. Really quick. Yeah, right. That's the reference. It's not. I'm not dating myself a little bit, but yes. I'm not talking about lip syncing like music. If you do that, yikes, bro. You need to not. Okay. Okay. Do that. Okay. Lady, whatever. You want like lip syncing? Lip syncing movie scenes, movie quotes, oh. little TV quotes, little yeah. stuff like that. I mean, I've if seen... I see, sorry, Ben, if I see one more fucking video of the bunk bed scene in Step Brothers, I'm going to lose my shit. You, do you like guacamole? Yeah, do you so want to go corny. do karate in the garage? Why? Why is so that cool? Corny. Why is that? I'm sorry. I'm not like get, trying to get worked up. I hate to. I have a theory too. about all of that. Dude. Go on. Well, it's because like they're like you know how we like will quote movies at certain times. Yeah, I think they're kind of like trying to show themselves like this is what I think is funny and it's original because I posted it first and this is me saying the scene. You know yeah. what I read? Like, is it, it's pretty much saying, "Isn't this funny?" Yeah, and everybody you know like, and like everybody commenting like, "I remember that scene. That's you know, awesome." Yeah. Uh, Do you know what I read? Or Go I read. watch the original movie. Yeah, it's just a way to get and laugh you. for real. Yeah. yeah. Don't try to go watch Will Ferrell. Yeah. And John C. Riley. Yeah. The actual legends do it themselves. Yeah. Dude, if we don't you, need to see you do some knockoff Gucci version of it. Yeah. Gucci don't, version? My thing is You know when you get a knockoff Gucci off the streets? Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. When I, I read a I read a viral tweet, okay? And it was a it was from a zoomer. And it was I wish I was a teenager in the early two thousands. The music was so good back then. Or like and they're talking about like more like teen like punk bands, you know, Blink eighty yeah. two, Simple Plan, things like that. And I'm like, oh my God, when we were growing up, did you guys ever think, man, it'd be really tight to be a teenager in the seventies. That's 30 fucking years ago. Like from when we were growing up, they're going back. When I was a 20, teenager. I they're going back 15, that, yeah. they're going back 15 years now. And they're, and they're already be, jealous. I also of thought it'd be cool to be a teenager during the Nirvana era. I was saying 90s, during the grunge era. 90s was probably the best time. But very true, I was very also true. thinking during the Jimi Hendrix era too, it'd be cool to be a teenager. I would choose nineties. Yeah, it's just anyone that's kind of like at a pretty edgy in the twentieth century. Anyone that's like very edgy in the kind of like the rock venue, mm-hmm. I would want to be in that. Well, bro, era. just think about the nineties. It's when Sega is getting big, Nintendo, Nintendo, sure. not get you. Yeah, some of the best. The music. internet's being invented. Yeah, but seventies, some of the best music between rock and rock. Seventies had a lot so the, of good music too. It did, but just think of the era as a whole. And I know, not get you. Crazy sports was. Oh my god, NBA in the nineties. Can you imagine yeah. going to a game in the nineties? I get you. And that's where, dude. My thing is, this is the not all TikToks are bad. I'm just begging on the cringy ones. The the TikToks. What about seventy five percent of TikToks are bad. I think it's ninety. By the way, we're at okay, an hour sorry. ten minutes right now. Okay, sorry. I'll wrap this up. No, we're My good. thing we're is Gen Z. I don't know how long we're going. I'm just saying. Gen Z, if, I, okay. could, if I could just talk to you, if you were outside of the ones that I actually know, which is very few, you guys pass the test. You guys aren't like what I see on this. app. Do we know any Gen Zers? Like, yes, Ben, we do. Who? At, I'm not going to name names, but yes, we do. I'll tell I you do. off. The, I'll tell you off the camera. Um, like that we hang out with? No, no. That's what I was saying. Oh, okay. Well, no, we don't. Okay. So. But like, you see on a regular basis. Like, not on a regular basis, but you know, like. Okay, then, yeah, we do. Okay. My job. Is it. Well, I'm not. I'm talking about, like, who we see, like, people's parties and stuff like that. Yeah. Those are all Gen Z. All Every those girls? single one. All those girls? All of them. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's why they love TikTok. Yeah. Okay. No, not. They're. 
Never mind. Sorry. Really okay, quick. Sorry, sorry, sorry. God sorry. damn it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Gen Z, if I could talk to you, your crown jewel, your queen. Sorry. Makes me uncomfortable to even say that. But Greta Thunberg is your crown jewel. Mm-hmm. She, oh, the, they, climate the climate activists? change goat. The climate change the climate goat. She's going to change yeah. this earth. She's bringing it to the forefront of our nation's she's, attention, she's our country's cool. attention. She's cool. She is. She's taking it to Trump, she, which is cool. She's great. She, she says, hey, Trump, fuck you. Yeah. She's great, and I the 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 rest of this stuff and how much it. I don't know it, who this is. It just, you know Greta Thunberg. If is? you saw if you saw a picture of her, my God, yeah, you would recognize her. But that's the thing. That's all. That's that's all you guys have, and they can. That's the thing. It's becoming a Gen Z versus a millennial like world. Not gonna lie, you kind of made a left turn there. I was expecting someone else, but I like it. Oh, I like your, who do, do you have a? Well, no, I just didn't. I just didn't think she was gonna get brought up at this point. But she's cool. I like her a lot. Yeah, she's she's very smart. She's kind of a bass. She actually kind of reminds me of. Um, the little Stark lady in Game of Thrones that like is just the badass towards the end of the series where she's just she has her little house of sixty two and like remember that she pledges her house and she's just that little badass girl. What's her name? I can't remember, but she's a badass and I should do. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So that's she's eighteen. So she's a Gen Zer and she's eighteen. Yeah, I think eighteen, nineteen. She started talking about stuff when she was a teenager. So this she's been pretty well, pretty pot. Eighteen, four, eleven. Yeah. 4'11"? Yeah. Wow. What a... She stands like she's seven foot. <laughs> I think you're legally considered a... I'm not sure what the word is nowadays, but a smaller oh, person. 4'10". If you're under 4'10", right? Yeah. 4'10 and below. Yeah. Okay, but I do agree with you. Fuck TikTok. Fuck TikTok. I hate, I TikTok. hate it so much. I was trying to be nice earlier when I said 75% are bad. I was thinking about this last you night. You said 90%. Yeah. yeah, it's probably more like 95%. Because it's just what they fetishize, bro, and it just makes my... Just cringe at where our Well, like you said, it's headed. meant for people that are younger than us. Yeah. And it is. They're taking this and running away with it, and it's not in a good way. It's not in a good way. So my my thing is, but know, just wait till the next generation, Generation Alpha. I mean, what are they going to come? Up with? They have to save the. They have to I save mean, Gen Z. <laughs> we already have like holographic, like or like NFT NFGs. We'll talk about this later. Or yeah. that, I don't even know. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> yeah. But oh, yeah, no. glad we're back though. Yeah, very happy. This was to be fun. Back. And we're glad to have you guys back. And uh, we'll try to keep these from you know forty five to an hour. Yeah, we, we, we went overboard. a little longer today because we had a lot to talk about. Um, but welcome to uh, Benchwarmers Podcast, and thank you for listening. <gasps> like, comment, subscribe. Yes. Um, leave us some reviews what's on our, Apple Podcasts. What's our handle? The Real Benchwarmers. The Real podcast. Benchwarmers Podcast on Instagram. Uh, Twitter is not yet changed, but by this is up, it should be changed. Same with like SoundCloud. Comment, subscribe. It, mm-hmm. Check this out. First, you'll be on YouTube, and it should be also on Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. We'll also, be releasing under every Benchwarmers Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if anything, just follow our social medias, which is, which is going to be the Real Benchwarmers Podcast, and you'll see links what, to it on that. You'll see. We'll tell you, we'll tell you where you guys where to go. Also, hit the bell because that's the new thing. It's yeah, like the notifications new, on, baby. It's like the new subscription. Really. Yeah, hit the bell. But be subscribed to. Yeah. Another old man thought. I don't know what <laughs> notification bell. So every time we post a video, they get a notification. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But every Monday gotcha. morning, I want you to spend your time with us. That's oh, why yeah. we're, we're going to be posting. here every Monday morning yeah, for you guys. We're recording Sundays. Weekly. Sh- should Monday. be up by what? We should. I could. You can schedule. I can yeah. try like to be up by 5 a.m. on well, Monday. This morning. should be up every 5 a.m. for that morning you know. commute for the people that actually Shit, maybe still drive to work. Maybe even 4 a.m. I was going to say 4 a.m. Some people are making their commutes at 5 a.m. Yeah. So let's get out there at 4 a.m. and let's get you guys some entertainment. Yeah. I'm in. All right, well, have a good one, guys. Thank you for listening. Peace. Peace. Later, guys.